Hello and welcome to the For Love of Beer podcast. I'm Phil Savory, joined as always by my good friend Mark Cully Johnson. Hello there. We are continuing on our mission to drink through uh, 100 different beers from 100 different countries to complete our beer bucket list, which is basically a like a scratch map that both me and Mark were given as gifts that we've sort of mutually decided to work together on and then escalated into this madness you're beholding now. So uh, we're going to do two beers on today's pod. First off, we're starting with a beer that many of you may have heard of or even drank. Didn't quite make the cut on our supermarket beers episode. Um, it's not quite as big a staple as some of the other ones, but it's it's not far off, I would say. We're going to Portugal, and the beer is called Sagres. Now, Mark, just talk us... I mean, listeners may have seen what a bottle of Sagres looks like, but you want to just give them a quick whistle-stop tour of the yeah, bottle? I don't think it's that common, to be quite honest with you. I didn't find this overly easy to get, although about six months ago, they were selling it in, in uh, Home and Bargains. Um, only I missed the boat with that. Yeah. Couldn't find anywhere. Um, we have drunk this, although separately before, haven't we? Um, yes. A few months back. Um, so we've not actually rated it even between ourselves yet. However, I found this in a... Um, I think it was a a Romanian shop or something like that in Manchester. £1.40 a bottle. So very reasonable. Um, anyway. Bottle. It's strange that you struggle... Because, I mean, I can remember this being... Like a super, like, you know, like the the big sort of five hundred litre, mm. five hundred litre. That would be massive. That'd be great. Five hundred milliliter <laughs> um, bottles in um, in like supermarkets in that sort of section. Um, interestingly, in Morrison's, this seems to have been re- replaced by another Portuguese beer. That we might come to yeah later as we mm. discuss this. Uh, but yeah, sorry. So Sagres brown bottle, um, red sort of neck label, gold lid. With their yeah, it's their logo in red on the top. Um, Portuguese colours. It is. Yeah, I was just going to say it's the same as the um, flag, isn't it? Green, white, red. Sagres cerveza across cerveja. Sorry, across cerveja. Cerveja. Yeah. Cerveza. Desde nineteen forty. So it's wartime beer, really. It is war beer. Yeah. Looks like it's won some awards though. It's got the little, little some little awards on the bottom there. It has. What's it won? Um, I'm about to have to squint in this light. Yeah, we're a bit. Too World in. Selection. I Brussels. I can't read that. Can't see the year. And a couple of others. Selection of quality or something. Has a bit of pedigree. It has got pedigree, yeah. It's quite strong, actually. 5% um, volume, this lager. And we've got 330ml bottle, so it's, you know, nice. Nice have, size. Have you drank this before? I have had it before, but only once when we were first starting to do the scratch map. Oh, right, before yeah. we started to do recordings for the pod, so this is a it's a retaste of this one, um, but I can't really remember much about it. Should we crack on? I think we should. Lovely stuff. Thank you very much. Nice and chilled. It's been in the fridge all afternoon. Perfect. We're recording on a pretty chilly evening in uh, mid-November. Yeah, Tuesday night. We're down in the. Um, in the pub in my garden so it's a bit chilly got the heater on we're alright got the coats on as well obviously that's not a bad lager that no I've, I've had this several times it's 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 probably I mean I've had this in bottles I've had this on draft <laughs> now you reliably inform me that you can get this in Nando's it's a Nando's beer because I remember um, Nando's for a while had Brahma it's the Brazilian beer 
but I'm pretty sure they're on this now. But I haven't been to Nando's in a while. No, I've not been to Nando's for years. I don't really... Did they have it on draft? Or is it a bottle? No, well, I remember it on bottles. It could be they have it on draft, but I, I, um, I've only had it on, on a bottle in, um, in Nando's. But I... Have we recorded Brahma yet? Just no, on. no, we'll, we'll have to come to that at some point. But straight away, I tell you, this is... You've had Brahma before, haven't you? This is a much, I have had Brahma before. This is yeah. a better flavour to it. I don't Brahma. like Brahma. Um, but we'll, we'll cover that at another point. Yeah, but it's bland. It tastes like a pilsner. You know, now I'm starting to know my beers now. So I, I know. am. I don't got a I tend to know what they are now. So this <laughs> tastes like a pilsner to me. So this is good. It's a good beer. Um, interestingly, it's not got a screw top. Um, so that's Very twisty caps. Good news, yeah. Um, Portugal, what do we know about Portugal? It's hot. So uh, this would make a good beach beer. Good beach beer. Yeah. Lounging by the pool. Yes. Any famous Portuguese it's just, it pool all comes dwellers, to, do you it, think? Well, it all comes to footballers, doesn't it? Mm. In my head, anyway, I can't think of many famous Portuguese people that any, aren't. Any actors or actresses? You, you just discussed Luis Figo and Cristiano, Cristiano Ronaldo. Well, they're the main two footballers, aren't they? So well, had, basically, yeah. You had Figo was the, <clears throat> one point, the world's most expensive player. And he went to Barcelona to Real Madrid and then got a load of stick for it. And it was it was him that, that had the... Um, where they played the Classico and he went to take the corner and someone lobbed a pig's head at him. <laughs> yeah, it was. Barcelona <laughs> fans um, threw a pig's head at him. <laughs> but I never understood that gesture because it's like... It, but they're saying he's a pig for moving. Plus, how did you get it in the ground? It just... Taking your pig's head into the ground because it was like a, on, a big, you know, like a like you'd find like a spit roast, like a like a proper adult sized pig's head. Now we're going into we are digressing if we're talking spit roast. <laughs> <laughs> imagine doing, having the pat down from the stew. I thought you were going to say, can you imagine having a spit roast? <laughs> it's like, what, what do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> having a pat down from a steward on your way into the burnabout. What's this in your pocket? Is it your phone? No, it's a pig's head. Oh, oh it's all right. Carry on. Well, Barca were at home. Really? So you imagine the pat, so the, so the fella's there, and he's there, he's, he's going to the... Sorry, I probably shouldn't stand up. Um, so he's there, he's going about to go through the barriers or whatever, the yeah. guy comes up, he frisks him down, he pads him, and then obviously, I mean, would he keep it in a bag? It's not going to go in a pocket, know. is it? The well, pig's head. Well, no, it depends how big it was, really. Duffel bag? What sort of size was it? A fully grown pig? Yeah, it was a... You research it, but it was, it, was a, it was a full-on pig's head. Maybe duffel bag, over the shoulder... And then well, the you guy... think that's going to get? Um, in I... fact, it comes up as the one of the top searches. Luis Figo, pighead. Oh I... fucking hell, it's massive. Yeah, that's what I mean. <laughs> either, either he breezes straight through and there's no real security, or the guy frisks him down or checks the bag and he's, there's a pig's head in there and he's like, "Come on, what's that about?" And the guy's like, "I'm going to throw it at Figo," and the steward goes, "Yeah, you playing it now?" Yeah. There you go. We'll post it's wonderful sound quality for the listener. Yeah. But yeah, so maybe it was just a, a Barcelona fan steward basically just thought, yeah, you know what, on you go and... I ate him as well. The rest is history. Yeah. Well, well, well. Yeah. The vegans of nowadays wouldn't like that. I mean, you wouldn't get it... I mean, what was that? Was that 10, 15 years ago, was it? I do apologise. My phone's off. <laughs> um, See, I know now to put mine on silent. Um, well, I don't usually have any friends, so I don't usually bother. <laughs> um... I mean, you wouldn't get... When was that? Was it 10, 15 years ago? I mean, you wouldn't get it nowadays. 2001? Was it? Wow, nearly 20 years ago. Or was it earlier than that? Um, Mind you, pre or post 9-11, because that would have a huge impact on... Because security changed 
Every, you, you did, so yeah. didn't you, after that? Well, it was Saturday the 23rd, we're nearly at um, um, anniversary of it, actually. 23rd November, 2002. So it was post-9-11, it was, and yeah. he still got the pig's... I mean, that could have been an explosive pig's head. It could, it could have been, been a yeah. pig's head full of, like, yeah. C4, or a biological weapon. It could well have been. Um, there's all sorts of write-up on I've, I've forgotten all about it, to be honest with you, but there's all sorts of write-up on it online. So we'll we'll post some links to it on our, our uh, social media. Um, yeah, all good. Who's your favourite Portuguese footballer? Because we were in a go- we've, the last sort of twenty years have been a golden age for Portuguese football, haven't they? Is anyone going to match Cristiano Ronaldo realistically? Do you like him though? He's I'm talking about not the best. I'm talking about he's, he's obviously my, the best. Who's my favourite? Him and Eusebio would be up there with the best like Portuguese. But players, who's my favourite of all Portuguese footballers? Yeah, Ivo Pinto. <laughs> <laughs> Is that the Norwich right back? Former. But he's not right anymore. Back. But yeah. Evo Pinto. Evo Pinto, what a guy. I used to love um, Manuel Rui Costa. Rui Costa, yes. Midfielder. He was silky, he was good. There were some really good players, weren't there, when you look back sort of ten years ago. Played for Fiorentina for a bit and he was AC Milan. I think he was in the Milan team that Liverpool beat in Istanbul. Was he? I think he was. Or was he on the way out? Because obviously that was Pirlo, really. That was his Pirlo's team. What a guy he was as well. Yeah. Not Portuguese though, so we'll move on. He's not. No. <laughs> would you th- Would you think Cristiano would drink this? Sagres? He might, mm. but then at the same time, there is another Portuguese beer that I've had recently. You have, yeah. That I'm now a big fan of, which I think is. Be- this is solid. This is a good. It's solid easier beer. to get actually. This the one that you discussed, yeah. and I've seen it a few times today. In fact, Superbock. Yeah. So you can buy a Superbock in a 500ml bottle in supermarkets like Morrison's now for about £2.20 odd, or it's in those like three for £5 offers or whatever. Yeah. <clears throat> really good beer. Just a really good everyday lager. Really nice. When we start running out of beers, we could possibly go back to that. Um, Maybe we could cover it on extracurricular. Yeah. I, I really enjoy it. It's one of yeah. the recent just sort of discoveries. The beer that I sort of heard of and never really got around to having, and it's sort of... Mm. Cropped up and thought, give it a go. I've never had it, so and I've had a, yeah, we'll I've had a few since. Did I get you one? Was yeah. it in my fridge? Might be in your fridge. I don't think I've. Well, I've definitely I, never. Have you not had it. one? No, I thought I'd got not. you one. Um, Sagres is named after a town of the same name. It's a small village located in the most southwesterly point of Europe, um, and where sailors learned all about the navigation science. Similar fate to caravels that left from Lisbon to the faraway lands. Sagres was the first beer to be exported, arriving first in Gibraltar, then moving on to overseas territories of Angola, Cape Verde, blah, 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 blah. Uh, nowadays, Sagres is present in almost every corner of the world, wherever there is a Portuguese community. So Sagres is a pale lager uh, made of 100% natural product. Um, As opposed to what, fake beer um, products? Well, yeah, I presume so. Brewed according to exclusive traditional methods. Uh, no additives or preservatives are using its brew. That's good. All good. Bye bye. Um, Sagres was the first Portuguese brand to launch a mini version, 200 mils, which has been a success among com- consumers because of its small size and constant freshness. You know what? As a pack of stubbies, that would be really good. Pack of 12, small stubby bottles to have in. I like that, wouldn't it? Yeah. It's like a shot of lager. Almost. Oh, yeah. I, I, yeah, I like the sound of that. 
It's just a really good, solid beer. It's it's, it's really nice. So I have to drink a little bit. I mean, I've, people wouldn't be particularly impressed by it. You know, if you were to dish a load it of these out, going back to our usual, it'd be... Yeah. Mm, as I've seen it um, before, but yeah. people would probably never had it. Maybe not. You know? But then a lot of people go to Nando's, and I don't understand the fascination with Nando's at Neither all. do I. When? For all I know, they don't do it there anymore, but I, it was... it was The last time I went to Nando's, which I think was on a... might have been a statue, um, this was uh, this was the beer they were doing. I, I just don't get... remember what they were doing. I just don't get Nando's. It's just chicken. I'd rather have KFC. It's KFC for idiots. Yeah. It's literally just chicken. Because nothing you... special about it, it's just chicken. I had a mate um, who uh, I used to work with, who then went, he was a student at the time, and then got a job working um, at Nando's. And he basically revealed that um, the difference in the spice levels is really minimal. There's hardly anything different they do. So it's it. all a myth anyway. Kind of. I mean, you have your like your, your basics, what your lemon and herb or whatever, yeah. and then your other like puri puri levels. It's it's basically just the fucking same. Just labelled. And it's very like mass produced and stuff. There's not there's not a lot of freshness to any of it really. It's kind of just It's just just a chain restaurant at the end of the day, isn't it? Yeah. It's probably no better than KFC. But you you're spending I wonder if their chickens are like KFCs, don't they go around with like with no heads? And no wings <laughs> and stuff. They've probably seen these videos, the KFC ones a couple of years ago. Oh the mad ones where they're like the, the horrible conditions they keep I mean they yeah, probably yeah. do face, you know. It's probably not very nice. Um, I'd imagine the Nan- Nando's probably treat their, chi- treat their chickens a little better. But do you think that's what the difference is? Is that why you're paying more to go to a Nan- uh, yeah, a Nando's because no, you're paying to treat the chickens better. You're paying for sitting on big, like weird shaped wooden tables and listening to sort of like um, you know mid tempo um, Latin jazz music and drinking sagras instead of tango. Yeah, but that's to a good fair, thing about KFC for me that they sell Tango. Tango yeah. is my favourite soft drink. Out yeah. of all of them, yeah, out of all of them. Here we go, KFC Mutant Chicken. Look <laughs> at that. So, uh, see if that's the standard that you're getting in KFC. Do you think? And I do apologise that you can't see this, but there's one. Uh, let me pick the next next easiest. There we go. That's probably the sort of standard that you're getting. In Nando's, I mean, it's that it's looks like legs a proper chicken, fucked, isn't it? Oh, oh yeah, yeah. look, his legs. Hang on, why has it got four legs? <laughs> it's meant to have four legs. Chicken. Ah. Two legs and two wings. You take the chicken with four legs, genital physical anomaly. But maybe that's how they get more meat. Extra drumsticks. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just to genetically alter them to exactly. get. To be fair, because in a bucket. <laughs> <laughs> the legs that I I I go for the um the, the drumsticks. The drumsticks are the best bit for me. Um, in a bucket anyway. I'm more a wing man. Oh yeah. Yeah. But I mean I'd rather I have breast man. Well yeah, I mean the legs are probably the last bit for me. But yeah. um give me KFC over Nando's any day of the week, basically. But this just a last chicken note. This one looks like it's picking around the ground. That's definitely a Nando's chicken. And that's... It's a bit more upmarket. He's got feathers and everything. Yeah, but uh, he's got four legs and all. What's going that's, on? Yeah. But that's because you get more profit out of them. But that just looks bizarre. That's not. That doesn't look right. Look, literally looks like it's got arms and hands, doesn't it? It's I think we should move on. It's, it's terrible radio as it is. It is, yeah. 
as always. <laughs> we would like to disappoint. Do you know um, by by the t- at the time of recording? Because we, I can see um, where we have listeners around the world, and we do now have listeners around the world. Which quite amazing, really. Yeah, considering it's a, it's just two blokes in a shed. Yeah. Um, we've got a listener now in. Well, we had we had a listener in Nashville, Tennessee. We've got listeners in California, Oregon, in the United States. We did get Prague, but then we turned out that was a relative of yours. Yeah, that so was Prague doesn't count. Yeah. Hello, Dad. <laughs> And we've had Bangkok, Thailand. Was that your mate, though? No. Oh, no, he was China. No, because they're in China, um, but didn't listen. Um, so Bangkok in Thailand, and now Auckland in New Zealand, and I think somewhere else in New Zealand as well. Wow. I know. So hello to all of you. Yeah, whoever you are, email us. Yeah, thanks very much. Yeah. Um, or tweet us or something. We want to know who you are. At FTLOBpod. I don't know what the email address is. It's um, for the love of beer at gmail.com, I think. That's the one. I'm just trying to look now on some uh, analytics on Apple Podcasts, but this is just telling me nothing, to be quite honest with you. It's useless. Either that or we've only got those people. We're also borderline drifting into admin right now as well, so we probably want to refocus. We are, yeah. Finishing this beer, maybe giving it a rating. I mean, I'm nailing it, to be fair. I'm really quite enjoying this. Um, I don't know what rating I gave it last time. While you continue chatting, I will just... Um, check what my rating was but I'm not sure I gave it one um, where's me there we go I'd be curious to see your reaction after you drink Superbock Cause it is it better? yeah I think it's better having said that I, this is this is a perfectly nice beer I like this beer I'll, I'll drink this beer in, in many situations um, but for me Superbock is one of the best um, sort of supermarket bought beers I've had this year mm, fair play I really like it um, I do apologise. I'm just scrolling through my own Facebook, and there's a lot of shit on here. I'm just <laughs> trying to find where I drank Sagres, and it must have been some months ago. You post more stuff than I thought. I do, yeah. Orange Twill, right there. Can you still get those? Um, no, they've stopped making them now. Was it like a cream egg thing that it's there and it's gone? Basically, they were only out for about a month. I never even got I mean, my hands on one. No, they they were quite elusive. I managed to get one at um, Premier. Uh, basically, you say I post a lot, but basically it covers football when I go to one, um, beer, and the occasional piss take out of someone. So, uh, trains every now and again. You know. uh, I do apologise. I've been here yet. Probably not, no. I mean, we're in October. Plebs, Crystal Palace, Presidente beer. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Yeah. That's yeah. a bit boring, wasn't it? It was. Wasn't the, wasn't the best no, one. No, it's quite disappointing. The bottle's right in front of you, actually. Um, There's a lot of Norwich posts there. There is a lot of Norwich posts. Yes. Uh, F1 in Monza, that was good. All good. Azahi, Japan beer. Have you uploaded that yet, or is that next to go on? Well, by the time people listen to this. Oh, I mean, it's going to be Christmas. Yeah. Because we're, because we're so far behind. Yeah. Well, that we, so just for the benefit of the listener, um, we don't, we're not really in a pattern where we record it, edit it, and then release it. We're, no. we're actually ahead of time, so we're a bit worried about running out of content, aren't we? Really? We, yeah. Yeah. I mean, the content right now is basically you going through Facebook on your phone yeah. looking for something that you I'm can't really remember sorry. talking about that yeah. may may or may not even be there. <sighs> there While I basically facility on this pad for time. Right, so, Sagres, what I'm going to say is that the first time I had it, I was drinking it alone, and I remember 
messaging you saying it's alright, it's nothing special. Um, I can't particularly remember what rating I gave it, and as I said, I can't fucking find it, can I? So, I like it, it's my kind of lager, it's a, I think it's a Pilsner, well it says it's a pale lager, doesn't it? But it tastes like a Pilsner to me. As I say, it's one of those that, you're on holiday in Portugal, can't go wrong, it's great. Cristiano, be drinking it. I think he would. Mind you, would he drink much beer? I mean, it seems he's a bit of a weapon, isn't he? Well, his body's a temple, isn't it? It is, yeah. Um, but this is all natural. So if he's <laughs> going to drink a beer, it's going to be this one. And to be fair, a bottle of Sagres is probably going to be healthier for him than a bottle of... Um, have you found it? I found it! You found it. <laughs> <laughs> right. 5th of July I drank this. Okay. Deja vu. Nothing wrong with it. I don't know what deja vu was. Oh, that's because we were drinking Urzus from Romania. Which we have to go back to. We need to go back to, but I can't find it anywhere. But anyway. Right, so deja vu. Nothing wrong with it, but it's nothing special. It's nothing special, but it is quite nice. Um, I'm lone drinking, and that's, after all that, that's all fucking said on it. Did Um, you not even rate it? I did rate it, yeah. Um, Do we want another rating, or are we going to... Uh, well, I, I'm, I'm, I mean, I, I'll, I'll pretty solidly put out a, a rating. Well, let's do, we do fingers. We're going fingers. Let's get fingers I going then. We do fingers. Okay. On three. Okay, ready? One, two, three. Now, I've gone oh, seven. You've gone seven. Oh. I've gone seven and a half. I've retracted, oh, half partially a retracted a digit. Half a finger. On my right hand. Uh, right. We don't do quarter ratings. We don't do quarter ratings. So one of us is going to have to budge. We could go to the next le- level, which is rock, paper, scissors, to declare the rating. The, we could I go think to we're that. we have to, aren't we? Yeah. Unless, unless I can talk you up. No, I think our standard should now be rock, paper, scissors for half measures. So we'll d- we do disagree. the decider, rock, rock paper, paper, scissors. So you win seven out of ten. Yeah. I win seven and a half out of ten. Yeah. Um... Were you surprised that I went for the extra half? Um, yeah, my initial rating was six. Really? So I've gone up one. You've gone up one. Yeah, I quite enjoy this. So I, I really, I really like it. I think it's a perfectly good beer. Um, Superbock, I would, I would, I would rate higher. Obviously, for me, this is I mean, five and six are my middle in scores. So seven and above is my upper tier. Um, so it's lower upper tier for me. This right, rock paper scissors then. On the third one. On the third one. Okay, ready. Yeah. Three, two, one. Ooh, rock beat scissors. <laughs> so it's going to be a seven and a half, and a half for Sagres. Um, Portugal done. Yeah, as I say, you might find that um, Superbock is starting to muscle in on its turf in supermarkets, but I, I still regard it as a, as a supermarket beer. I think yeah. it can still be found. Um, we'll get back to your Superbock. Yeah, and it's and it's definitely um, definitely worth one seeking out. And also, extracurricular, um, highly recommend Superbock as well. Okay, we're going to move on to the next bit. Yes. Okay, on to beer number two now, and we're staying pretty close to home um, for a, a beer that's, well, origins really aren't too far from um, where we're sat right now. No. We're going to Wales, and we're drinking um, Brains. Um, SA Gold? Yeah. SA Gold? It must be SA Gold, sure. It's SA, isn't it? Yeah. What's the SA for? Um... I don't know. I've asked you that question and we haven't done You're any research. You're asking me a little bit too early. <laughs> As usual, we've done fuck all research. Right, we'll just it's, a, straight it's in. An, Eng- an English pale ale. Well, it's not English, it's fucking Welsh. Anyway, it's a pale ale style, style beer brewed by Brains in Cardiff. Um, 
quite easy to get this. This was bought in uh, our local spa shop. I can't imagine that spa shops sort of anywhere that aren't close to Wales. They'll have spa in Wales. It's not really a foreign yeah, country, like, Do you think like ones in like Ibiza stock brains SA gold? Oh, what, well, spa? No. Yeah, yeah. No, because they're all throughout Europe, so they'll adapt to... Exactly, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, anyway, it's, it's easy to get for us. Like I say, it's a local spa. Two or three quid for a bottle. It's quite a big bottle. It's 500 um, mils. We have actually drunk this one before. We've had it before, yeah. We have. Um, Shall I read the blurb? While you're just doing a bit of research, shall I read the blurb on the back? Sort of advertising style. Oh, it is definitely SA Gold because it gives you the little um, the, the abbreviation. SA Gold is a full-flavoured, hoppy and refreshing golden ale. Hops are added late in the brewing process, giving it complex and refreshing citrus aromas and flavours. That's exactly what it says on Sainsbury's website that I'm reading right now. I hadn't finished. <laughs> well, that was the only sentence I had, so anyway. <laughs> I still haven't finished. <laughs> Equally as delicious on its own, as well as with food, this pairs best with light flavours such as white fish and cheese. Of course. So, um, yeah, there we go, 4.7%. My perfect percentage. It, it was in your sweet spot. And maybe this was the beer... That gave you the idea for what your sweet spot was because it, quite, you, it could well have been. Yeah. You fell for this beer big time the first time we had it. Now we've so got one a, joint ten grade, haven't we? Which was Stiegel. Which by the time we listen to this, will have been released. That will be known. Um, in fact, that's about to go live in the next couple of weeks. So, but the but people anyway, listening to this now, this is this is yeah uh, yeah. I'm can, move I'm, on. I'm going round in circles here. But anyway, <laughs> right. So we got one joint ten. Um, and when we initially drank this before the podcast existed, um, we had a bit of a disagreement actually because this, to me, was the most perfect lager at that point that I'd ever drank because it's got a beautiful lagery taste, but it's not fizzy. It mm. is a little. It's not flat like a, a bitter. It's it's just it's nicely fizzy. It describes itself as a refreshingly hoppy ale. But it doesn't taste ailey. It's a lager. It is. It tastes lagery, and that's what I don't understand. That's what SA must mean something. Like we got IPAs and all that crap. We got it? confused drinking it because it felt like this wasn't what we were expecting at all. Yeah. And I think the surprise factor. I I think personally, and I'm only predicting because we're about to drink it again. But I think the surprise factor of it clouded your judgment. I think I was expecting more of an ale. Yeah. You're right. So. Um, just looking into this, Brains SA is um, Brains' company, the company's flagship brand. It's a lightly coloured, multi best bitter. It's not a bitter. It's anyway, not a bitter. Which is colloquially known as Skull Attack. As what? Skull Attack. Skull Attack? Yes. That sounds like something from Dungeons and Dragons. I presume that's not its real name. Um, colloquially known. Um, it's formation, formulation has only got several revisions, blah, 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 a load of bollocks. Anyway. I think I like that just to remind you that Whoa, well, hang on a minute. Sorry, oh. that's Brains SA SA Gold, which is what we're drinking. This is, this is the newest addition to the line. According to the release note sent out to Brains in two thousand and six, its attempts to branch out into both the English us. and youth markets. Us, us. Uh, <laughs> are we class of the youth market? I'm thirty three, and you're what? Um, thirty two. Thirty two. Um, which is the areas in which Brains is visibly struggling. Official launch June two thousand six. Many houses retired it in favour of the bi-monthly guest ale rotation. Uh, beer is hot with... Oh, he's talking shit there. Um, How does it feel to be outside of um, Radio 1's target market? 
Um, I've not listened to Radio 1 for quite a few years now, but the concerning thing is that... Do you feel ready for Radio 2, is what I'm saying? Because effectively, well, what, what happens is, is they, they, they have a cut-off point, generally age demographic cut-off point on Radio 1, and then basically you're then supposed to then move into Radio 2. But people our age, they struggle to make the transition. Well, the thing is, right, I stopped listening to Radio 1. Shall we crack this open, by the way? And while we're talking... Yeah. Um, so I stopped listening to Radio 1 I left when I left my job at the college a few years ago. Um, six years ago now. And I began listening to things like Heart and Capital, stuff like that. And I had done up until about three weeks ago. So it's quite funny you should have asked me about that. We went on, on the holiday to the Lake District. Um, you know, like sort of generic middle-aged couples do. Yeah. And while we were there, um, we started, and I've continued to listen to Smooth FM. See, you can't be. I put Smooth <laughs> FM on for the dogs. So when we, me and my wife go out to, when we're both working, because my wife doesn't work full time. So when, um, when we're both going to work and the dog's in by himself, we put Smooth Radio on for the dog. And I also have you used Smooth Radio to get um, Little into bed. So, um, you know, where it's like, because you don't want to be reading a bedtime story at one in the morning. Obviously. But sometimes you can put, you know, smooth radio on and you'll get like, um... okay, right, here's a question for you. I know we need to talk about the beer, but here's a question for you. Right, smooth radio, what's the first song that pops into your head when I say smooth radio? Gloria by, I don't know who it's by. Oh, Gloria that one that's the one I don't know the words smooth who sang that look it up my my the one I keep thinking of is was two one is Laura Brannigan okay one is um, Sailing by Christopher Cross we are sailing no that's Rod Stewart Sailing takes me away the man of all. And it goes doodly And it's just the most relaxing song ever. Right. And um On My Own by Michael McDonald and Patty LaBelle. The the On my own <laughs> by myself <laughs> And uh, it's like a duet and it's yeah. That that those are the songs that always seem to come on whenever I I've been having a bit of a phase for the last few months of liking 80s music. I've never liked it. Really? But I, I got started off with um, Don't You Want Me Baby by... Uh, I don't know who's Human by. League? Yes. Um, because of Timo Pukki. Um And it got me into a bit of a phase of 80s music. Yeah. Um, but... Um, <laughs> your your wife has just yeah. has just wandered into the pod. Say hello, Holly. Hello. <laughs> okay. I'm gonna go now. Bye. <laughs> um, anyway, yeah. So we're full people. of quality content this we are, episode. Yeah, we're great. <laughs> um, so it, it sort of evolved into Smooth FM, and this is you know I really can't be asked anything around. My middle life crisis. No, yeah. We we'll just leave it in. So there you go. My wife has now entered the pod. <laughs> Brains. Cardiff. What do you know about Cardiff? Um, the brewery is pretty much in the middle of the city. Right, I've I never been. Never been. I've spent some time because I've got uh, my um, stepmum is from South Wales around Swansea, so I've spent some time around there. 
but not really Cardiff. Never been. Not really that interested in going, to be honest. I've been to Cardiff a few times for football. Is it alright? I've never liked the place. It's one of the places. It's a bit of a shithole. It is a shithole. Apologies to anyone from Cardiff, but then you might already know that. Um, I do, I've never liked it. Never, ever got on with the place. I don't know why. Just It just disagrees with me. Um, it takes forever to get there from where we are. It's just... I just... I really just don't like the place. I do apologise. Um... And I used to work for a company that was based there, so I went there a couple of times with work, you know, and stayed over and that. And I still don't like the place. Um, however, Swansea, I must say, um, I've been to many football grounds. Yeah. Swansea has got the um, the most um, welcoming fans. I've and met. Cyril yeah. the Swan. And indeed, Cyril the Swan. Who's arguably... Um, in, you know, British football's most violent mascot. Who did he beat up? Was it the West? Was it the Fox? Leicester. I've got visions of um, Watford Hornet. The Hornet. But I could be wrong. Mm, not sure. Wait, did he beat someone up? Did Cyril the Swan beat someone up, or did Cyril the Swan win a race? Wasn't there some sort of mascot race? Wasn't he? Because he is one of the more famous football mascots, Cyril the Swan, isn't mm, he? Well, Swans are evil anyway, aren't they? So even if he did beat, well, they are. Up, but the reason why they're evil is because they know they've got the queen on their side. Because in this country, you can't... If you kill a swan, mm. that's... Well, it's against the law. Yeah, well, apparently so. But all they're protected, the queen and all that they're protected by the queen. Um, so it makes them really larry. Um, you had a fight with the Zampa the Lion. Which, <laughs> Millwall's mascot. You wouldn't want to oh, be fighting with a Millwall mascot. Did he win? Um quite a big write-up on 442's website here you'll have to bear with me <laughs> um, what do they go 12 rounds it's like there's all build up to it and everything what so it was a pre-arranged thing um, not down a, it wasn't down the back of an alley it was on the pitch wasn't it a nice one Cyril who made front page news arrested in 2001 December for assault at the mascot Grand National but charges were dropped and he married Sybil the Swan in 2005 and he's since mellowed. <laughs> um, with the, the previous incumbent of the suit called Don leaving it behind. So anyway, they've got a new wearer, Eddie Don. Oh, so the original, the violence, the... The, the violence. Basically Cyril, married, yeah, settled down and then vacated, hung up the yeah. hung up the feathers. Uh, so there's a little history of Wales apart from... The obvious one really is a sheep. You know, See, I know quite a lot of Welsh people. See, um, this is the thing. So, obviously, the stigma with the Welsh is sheep shagging. Yeah. But, obviously, if, there's if no you, smoke if you're without... from New Zealand, just Google it. Yeah. There's no smoke without fire. So, someone at some point has obviously done this. So, who was... Who was the person... Obviously, a bloke, isn't it? It's always men. More than likely. It's not going to be a woman, is it? Who was the, who was the man that basically was the... That basically let his country down... And then basically landed his country with a stigma that it has never been able to shake off. Must have been more than one. Maybe there was a gang of them. Like a sheep shagging kind of cult. Mm. I'd like to think it's more maybe just one guy and then that story then spread and then it kind of just... Everyone sort of joined in. Went from there and then it became like a thing. So then everyone gets tarred with the same brush. But they play up to it as well though, I mean... One of my best mates is Welsh. 
Um, and on his stag do, he had um, a blow-up sheep, which had a, a bomb hole, let's say. Right. Um, but he was playing up to it, you know, they all love it. They think it's funny. I don't think they all love it. My stepmom's Welsh, and I think if I called her a sheep shagger, she'd be deeply insulted. But It'd she, be funny. But she's a woman, though. It'd be funny to me, but she'd be deeply insulted. <laughs> <laughs> but it'd be a little bit more difficult for her. It, well, it would be. shagged by one, it and that's be. a completely different matter. It's always men that shag weird stuff, isn't it? Yeah. There are, did you um, did you hear about the, the man that shagged Airwolf? No. <laughs> <laughs> there was a, there was a, a man that basically... Um, that, that, well, I, I guess you'd call it rape. He raped Airwolf, the actual helicopter from the series, where he basically there's a, there's a whole fetish that, that's right. that basically it's um I think it's fuel caps, it's fuel yeah, it's right. where you'd where you'd put your diesel in right that's where they go I think it's either that would be the exhaust Jesus. but Airwolf wouldn't have an exhaust so he's probably going for the fuel. <laughs> Um, on, yeah, there's a whole fetish for it. People that like shag cars, they shag helicopters, vehicles. There's some disturbed people around. There are. There are. But then... Um, but the Welsh aren't, aren't, well, apparently aren't disturbed. The vast majority. I guess Airwolf, you know? Airwolf is, an, is basically an inanimate object. So it does, it's not sentient. I mean, it was in the TV, sh- the TV show, but I mean, it's not really sentient. So if you're that disturbed, I think you'd rather they were shagging a helicopter than doing anything to another person. Should we move on? We're you're probably not, getting a bit deep in this. You know, we? well, not as deep as you were getting into Elf. So uh, you know, can you? Are we going to look up this, look this up? Is there? Do you think we could Google the sheep shag thing and see if there was this? The, the find them the culprit and solve the mystery. Must yeah. be out there. And then while you're looking that up, um, I don't think we've even talked. Have we even talked about this beer? I've been we drinking have. it. We're nearly halfway down. Right. We've not even Can I just ask? It. Do you think Tom Jones would drink this? Yeah. Ooh. He's quite a very. He's a very nationalist person, though, isn't he? He loves being Welsh. He loves being Welsh, and he's a great oh, ambassador. Greens in it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like that. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. He's he's a good ambassador for for the Welsh. Oh, hang on a minute. We might have to edit some of this out. Why? Wikipedia Wikipedia page about sheep shagger. Go on. Sheep shagger is a derogatory term most often used to refer to Welsh people implying that the subject has sex with sheep. But we're not calling the Welsh sheep shaggers. We're asking was there a sheep shagger that led to the whole thing? In a court case in Britain, the use of the term was directed at a Welsh person was ruled to be a racially aggravating factor in a disorderly conduct offence. Oh. So what we just need to make clear, we're not calling you sheep shaggers. So has the For Love of Beer podcast committed its first hate crime? I'm just making clear that I'm <laughs> not calling you sheep shaggers. We're um, not we're not calling we're anyone a sheep shagger. We're just finding out where the term initiated. We just want to um, know why. So um anyway, it's still ongoing, so I'm still looking into that. Um where were we? Tom Jones? Um, yeah, I think he would. But I think he'd probably drink... I don't. I, I think he'd probably drink all sorts of stuff. He seems like the kind of guy that, that likes a pint. I think he'd be into more of his brain's essay, like the bitter version. Rather than gold. I don't think he's a lager man. I'd say he's more a bitter man. 
no, I think he. I think he likes a lot. He's very loyal, isn't he? He's been with the same. Like he's been married to his missus for like forty years or something. Hasn't he? Has he? Yeah, he has. You know, despite all like knickers being thrown at him on stage and all that, he has. He's been married yeah, to his missus since like the sixties or something. Yeah, but you know, come on. She's not gone everywhere with him, has she? And what happens on tour stays on tour. <laughs> yeah, she's not been to like Bridge End with him, has she? No. Either they are incredibly in love, probably are, or she's just very naive. Yeah. Um, Urban Dictionary says that people here from the country of Wales, Wales is a country in the UK, blah, blah, blah. I want facts, Mark, I want facts. Uh, there's nothing, nothing's telling me how it initiated. So is it just something over nothing then? Is it just a made up thing? It's just sheep everywhere, isn't it? Someone must have shagged a sheep. There's apparently more sheep than people in Wales, isn't there? Yeah. Um, so just law of averages, if there's more sheep than people, it means there's more sheep than women. Fuck a sheep. Someone's got to have done it. <laughs> maybe someone's doing it right now. Maybe there's well, like... I mean, this is it. I mean, do you think that it may be... It was given as a derogatory term by the English because all the English are twats. Yeah. Um, and therefore, it's got a bit out of hand and some Welsh person, no women at, at the Port Talbot pub at the end of the night has ended up shagging a sheep on his way home. Just because that's how he's conceived. Uh, <laughs> perceived, sorry. <laughs> if he's conceived, he's really interesting. <laughs> I mean, more interesting than the four-legged KFC chickens yeah, that we've seen. Yeah, definitely. Um, so maybe it's the fact that no one's shagged a sheep. It's just because there's more sheep than people that some English prick has basically yeah. put two and two together and made yeah. five, yeah. and then it's kind of spread. I like the Welsh. I know a lot of Welsh people. I think they're nice. There's nothing wrong with the Welsh, the Scots, or the Irish. The thing is, though... The We're Welsh. the worst. The we Wel- are the worst. Well, the Welsh hate us. Yeah, but the Eng- we are. We have to accept we are the worst. Everyone hates it. We're the most annoying, arrogant, conceited, ideas above our station, think we're better than everyone else. But we, we are, are better than everyone else. The, well, but that's the flaw, isn't it? But we are. We're bringing the most money to the, the UK. You know, we, we are the, the premier country... Yeah, but just, that's geography, isn't it? That's just geography. But that's, to do it, with... that's where it all... I don't... I think we're getting a bit too political in this one tonight, <laughs> but I must make clear I don't necessarily believe in that. But yeah, it, it's just geography. But that's where it, all the stupid ideas come from, isn't it? We're just... We're, just, we're shit, yeah, aren't we? all the grandeur, you know, of all the English, you know, we're great. We're shit at football. And we were but good last year. Having said Our that, things... we're still better than the Welsh, the Scottish and the Irish at football. Yeah, that is fact, by the way. That's we're all, co- as, a, as, a, as, a, as an island nation, as a, as a collection of countries, we're all collectively shit. However, we are the least shit. Yeah. Should we go back to the beer once more? Well, I, I, you know what? I've been sort of been getting sidetracked on all sorts of other things and tangents, and haven't actually asked you. Um, so we didn't do the first sip, did we? We didn't do the first <laughs> sip. We've, we've, we've been drinking through this beer and haven't discussed it once because I'm desperate to know... If you still feel the same way about it, or whether you whether you did get a bit overexcited, right? So, my initial um, have you actually found it this time, or have you got a school? No, through your I've face gone back to Brains Brewery. Right. Um, we haven't even wicked. talked about the bottle. 
There's not much to say there, is it? It's, 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 well, it's a clear bottle, so I presume that's cheaper. Clear bottle. Um, Brains, I say gold. Yeah. Black, gold, obviously. Just to remind you, it's Welsh. They put a dragon on the on the lid. They put a dragon's tail around the, the bottleneck. The yeah. main label's got a dragon on it and a dragon's tail and a shield. Established. I can't... Uh, 1882. Wow. It's incredibly Welsh. It is Welsh, isn't it? But my Welsh probably sounded a little bit more South Wales than Cardiff. It's probably, it's probably not a very good accent at all, in fact. It's probably absolutely dreadful. You sound a bit like Gavin Henson there. Have you been watching... Let's not go on another tangent, right? No, I, whatever it is, whatever it is, just I have it. Because I don't know... <laughs> I know who he is. He's a rugby player, right? Was he, did he go out with Charlotte Church for a bit? He did, yeah. He's still with her? No. She seems a bit. She seemed a bit too switched on for him anyway, mm. to be honest. He was in uh, Celebrity Hunted. Which finished so a couple of nights definitely ago. I won't give you any spoilers on that in case you've still not watched it three months after it's been I'm out. sure our listener in Auckland is yeah. raging right now that you, yes. you're going to give that away. They'd probably stop listening anyway. <laughs> right. Brains. So what I like about this is that it's not owned by your Heinekens or your, your whatever shit brewer is or your national ones. This is a local brew for local people. And us. And us. Yeah, we're not Welsh. Well, we don't live far from Wales, but anyway. Um, it's got a bit of a lime taste to it. It's got a bit of a, a zesty, limey, lemony taste. Yes, there is... Well, it does. It mentions citrus, doesn't it? Does it? Or am I making that up? Yeah, refreshing citrus aromas and flavours. You can definitely taste it. It's citrus. in there. Yeah, you definitely, definitely can. You don't have to be an expert to, to notice that. Um, it's not overly fizzy. It doesn't taste like an ale, so that's good for me. It, it does taste lagery, but uh, not flat, but it's uh, it's not a gassy lager. And it's distinctive. What I like about it is it's distinctive without the kind of... Um, sometimes when you say distinctive, it means it has a funky aftertaste, like a weird sort of kick. Yeah. It doesn't have that. It's smooth. But it but, is it is a, but there is... But I say that citrusy element um, gives it a nice little, little twist at the end. It's a pleasant twist at the end. And again, it's not overly gassy either. It's a, it's a really good beer. Really good. Now, I gave it a 10 last time. You did, which I, I guess I still don't agree with. <clears throat> Just before we came on air, we discussed um, Stiegel, in that we gave that a 10, and I never thought that would ever let me down. Um, where is this? This is the first time I've drank this since the initial um, sip of it. Um, I don't feel like it's a 10. But, well, I could have told you that, Months ago. But I don't think it's less than a nine. It's a very, very good beer. I would, I would, I think I, did I give it a nine originally? You did, yeah. I would stick with a nine. I think it is one of the very best beers that we have covered so far. Um, but it's not perfection. No, it's not. It's not Stiegel, but... Stiegel, like when you look at the bottle, that makes it perfection as well. Everything about it. Everything about it. Everything. This is was a real surprise. The first time I drank it, it was a real surprise package. We weren't expecting it to be as flavoursome, as interesting, and and you know light and smooth and all those things. But I think it's the it's the surprise element. If you if you base if I'm simple, easy way to say it is, if you've got a bottle of Brains SA Gold, a bottle of Stiegel, you'll drink Stiegel, won't you? That's the one you're picking every day of the week. There we go. And that's why this is a 9 out of 10 beer and not a 10 out of 10 beer. Because yeah. unless something can match or topple 
Steagle, which there's still quite a few beers left to cover. There's I mean, a way to go. With, we could end up with an, an 11 out of 10. <laughs> <laughs> we then may know. have to discuss, yeah. that's admin for the time, we may have to discuss yes. whether our ratings got to 11 in the style of Spinal Tap. It's going to take something special to beat Steagle. Though. I'm guessing you've never seen Spinal Tap. No. No. That's where 11, the whole up to 11 thing comes from. Right. So culturally, that's where that reference comes from. I'll research that in the meantime. It's I know you don't like films, but it is genuinely one of the best comedies ever made. I like comedy. In my opinion, it's one of the funniest films ever. Is it's, it based in Cardiff? Uh, no, but it has people in it. So it has people in it that do a lot of voice work. Did a lot of voice work on The Simpsons. Interesting. So two one one of them um, who plays the bass player, I think. Um, it does the voice of um, Kent Brockman and people like right. that. Yeah, Harry Shearer. Right, I might have to watch He's one of the main characters in it, and he does loads of voice in The Simpsons. So, Kent Brockman, uh, shit, Kent Brockman, Kent Brockman, and Kent... No, he does, he does loads. I'm just struggling to think of that. Oh, we do have Duff to drink at some point, which will be an extra, extra really episode. Forward to that. Yeah. So maybe we'll cover Simpsons more when we get to that. That'll probably be out before you... Um... Listen to this, so maybe on just bears in mind. Maybe on video, yeah. Do that probably, yeah. Yeah, we'll explore but enough admin. We should right. wrap up. Well, we, well, we've rated, haven't we? So we it's, it's nine out of ten. Nine out of ten. We're nine it's out of ten. Really, really good beer. If Great you can beer. Get it, you should try it. Great beer, and for for those of you listening in the UK, um, easily available in loads of places outside of the UK. Might be harder for you. Give us a shout. We can send some over to you if you send us some back. Oh, we're talking like a beer exchange? Yes. Okay, well, admin. So. Well, well, it's not admin, it's advertising. Well, no, what I'm saying is, if we have a listener in a country that we don't have a beer from. Yes. So, let's say Norway. We don't have Norway yet. If we can get a Norwegian listener, so say um, Egil Olstenstadt, former Southampton striker, say he starts listening to the pod, not that he will, but maybe he could send us some Ringless Pilsner. We'll send him brains. I say gold as a, like a beer exchange. Yeah, this goes for any country. I mean, any even country. If it's one that, that we've already had. If you want some brains or Carlin, whatever you want that we can get here. No one's gonna want Carlin. Mm. Whatever you maybe want. Maybe with like a beer it. exchange program, like pen pals. Yeah. Pint pals. Oh, I'm just oh, <laughs> I mean, I, I, this stuff just it just comes out. Right, anyway, can't explain we it. need it's to look just, into this. Yeah, we do. And we need to wrap up the episode because we're probably overrunning yes. massively. Um, okay, so, uh, Sagres was the first beer we did, which was really good. Solid yeah. beer. Brains, SA Gold, good. terrific beer. Not quite the best we've had, but oh. definitely one of the best and well worth a look. Uh, all socials, Mark. Um, at FTLOB Pod, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Don't forget to follow us. Yeah, don't forget to follow us. And also, um, if you're listening on Apple or Spotify or... Mainly Apple, isn't it? Apple's the one with the reviews, right? Yeah. If you're listening yeah, on Apple, please leave a review. Which most people seem to be doing. Leave us a review. Um, you know I've, what? People say, people say like five-star reviews and stuff. You know what? If it's a two-star review that tells us why we're shit, I can live with that. Yeah, if we can act on it. But it won't help us get more listeners. No. So actually, no. You know what? Five-star review. Yeah. Because if, if you give us less than that, then we'll, we'll come after you in somehow. New, in New Zealand. In, yeah or Texas yeah we mean you fellow in Auckland whoever you are yeah thanks for listening but you know yeah. if you don't that's FTLOB pod <laughs> good evening right <laughs> speak to you soon <laughs> bye I
do is drink beer for breakfast. <laughs>